Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Excellent Podcast. This is the show where we sit down and watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. I'm your co-host, Jason. And I'm your other co-host, Josh. I need to close this closet because it's going to bother the fuck out of me. The closet. Always close the closet door. Or just close any door. Or else you're going to be hunted. Hunted by a monster. Oh my in god. In the closet. Did, you remember like Monsters Inc., right? Uh-huh. You, were you ever like scared that there were actual <laughs> actual monsters living in your closet? So it's it's funny because Monsters Inc., of course, the premise is that there's a monster in uh your room, but I knew that animators wanted there to be like a good resolution. Uh where at the end of Monsters Inc., they all become like friendly and they make you laugh instead of scare you, right? Yeah. And they probably did that on purpose so kids wouldn't have to be afraid of monsters in their room, you know? Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The problem with me is that the copy, the CD copy that our DVD that I had when I was little was scratched so much <laughs> where it would only play like the first half of the movie. What? And so I wasn't able to see the ending when things turned good. So oh. it wasn't until I got much older where I finally saw Monsters, Inc. in full. And I was like, oh, wow, that's a great ending. But at that point, I had spent many, many years being afraid of monsters in my room. See, I mean, you don't watch horror movies either, right? Oh, you know I watch horror movies. I love horror movies. Okay, well, now, I... now I could watch them. Yeah. If many of you don't know... I don't usually watch horror movies because I'm a pussy, but but I uh, sometimes we talked about it on the show. <laughs> yeah, well, just a just a reminder. Sometimes I keep my closet door closed because if I start thinking about it, the the one thing that does uh come to mind instantly is what's the what's the bitch's name from the nun? Um, that or is a horror Conjuring? movie I've not seen. Uh, Conjuring. You mean Annabelle? That hurts. Oh no, no, that that that's not that's not the Conjuring. Oh, I forgot. No, like a- Annabelle counts. Like I f- hate dolls. So of all. Annabelle, Chucky. Chucky's like, he's he's not really that scary, but he's just weird looking to me. I actually found at Goodwill uh the original Annabelle doll. Okay, um, not you... not like the the demonic one, but the one it was like the Raggedy Ann doll that had like the. It kind of looks like a Dorothy from uh, Wizard of Oz, but with like oh. red hair, like red red hair. Oh, oh, so and like I had oh one God. of those. Okay, see if you see one of those in a thrift shop, probably stay away from it. It's there for a reason. And I remember I bought that, and then I brought it home, and my mom was <laughs> like, "Why the hell would you buy that?" And so uh, I made it a point where I would hide it around the house, and each oh. time she found it, I would move it to a different spot. Oh, you did you did that, that, dude? And and then she ended up taking it, and I don't know where it is anymore. <laughs> you know, what, the, it out. the way you described the doll made me think of the Wendy's girl. The one, oh yeah, true. Oh yeah, I guess they do look alike. Yeah, I I guess I was scared of things as a kid because my mom never let me watch any horror stuff, mm-hmm. um, and so I. I guess I just, like, associated it with being scary, which, granted, it definitely is. Mm. But now that I get older, I like the thrill of horror movies. It's fun. They're fun to watch, especially when you're with a group of people. See, okay, so 
is there what's the difference between watching a thriller movie compared to a horror movie hmm so i guess a yeah i guess a thriller movie is where like you get like the excitement out of it and it's supposed Mm -hmm. to make you feel that way like uh the uh that one zombie movie from regular show when they were at the abandoned cemetery oh yeah 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 that would be an apocalyptic thriller because they're like killing and stuff and it's all like badass. Mm-hmm. A horror movie would be something that's like legit, like scary, like Annabelle or like Hereditary. Oh, God. Pet Cemetery. Have you ever seen Pet Cemetery? Uh, I've not seen Pet Cemetery. Wait, I said Hereditary. Did you think I said Pet Cemetery? No, I know, no. I heard you oh, say yeah. heredity, or, her, her, heredity. Is it Hereditary? Hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah, no, I heard you say that. It just uh, reminded me of Pet Cemetery. Sounds the same, right? Uh, but no, I have not seen Pet Cemetery. Apparently, it's cursed. Really? Not not cursed, cursed, but like, it's really. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's hard to watch. I mm. I'm assuming it's be it's because it's it's like zombie pets coming to life, <clears throat> or pets from the dead coming to life. Right. Um, so speaking of zombie stuff right now, The Last of Us HBO Max TV show is out. Okay. Have you been watching it? I haven't got I haven't seen episode three. Dude, fuck it. it episode three had me fucking crying. God damn it, man. OK, I know what I'm doing later. Ah, oh, dude, it's so good. So The Last of Us. Uh, the critically acclaimed PlayStation 4 exclusive video game originally came out, I think, in like, what, 2013? Somewhere and then there. eventually got remastered around 2016, 17 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now has a part two and another remastered edition of the first game out. And they finally adapted it to a TV, like on screen. And it is already, a- after the first episode has already scored number one on IMDb, which is insane. See, so I don't know if you, if I told you this before, but there was a Halo TV show for, on Paramount Plus. I think it ran for like eight or nine episodes. Uh Uh-huh. It was shit. As a big Halo fan, it was so (laughs) shit. And seeing The Last of Us, I'm like, dude, this is exactly how you... adapt a video game movie i'm pissed about it because it how do you fumble the ball like that see i've oh when i started out as an xbox fan and i was always on the the, the xbox side of all the console wars when those still existed yeah uh, but now i got older and i i now own both consoles i could appreciate both yeah, i will say a third yes i will say that playstation's do tend to kind of outdo Xbox in in regards to their exclusives cuz like Xbox has Halo, PlayStation has The Last of Us. Play uh The Last of Us kicks Halo's ass any day of the week. At this point, and I've yeah. been a Halo fan for so long. Yes. Yeah. I fuck man, it's I'm just sad. I can't even so, talk about Halo without crying inside. <laughs> I've always said that everyone needs to experience the last of us story, at least one part in their, at least one point in their lives, but not everyone is a gamer. Mm -hmm. So they won't, they won't like fully be able to, but Hey, look, there's a TV show. Everyone watches TV. So if you have not seen the last of us, please watch it. I mean, the game, if you have a PC, the game is coming out on March 3rd. Oh, right, right, right. 
Yeah. So and I'm going to be experiencing it for the first time in 10 years. Yes. And I, I know that like everyone who's going to play the video game after seeing the TV show is going to like absolutely love it. There are mm-hmm. some, there are differences between the TV show and the video game, which of course, like when you're making an adaptation, that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and, and for the most part, I like the, the direction and the changes that they've done with it. I I like it too. Like I've seen everything. I know everything about it. Okay, so there's there's a you know how in the game, right? They have to put masks on. Yes, for the spores. Yeah, for the spores. Uh, apparently in, in an interview, I forgot when before the show even came out. I think. Yes. Uh, the showrunner said they couldn't do that for some for some reason. That and that's think- also. That's been a big point across the fan base. What were you going to say? I was going to say, and like, and Jacob was on the fence of like, why didn't they just, why couldn't they do that? And I said, ah, bro, I don't know. It's, I guess it's offensive or controversial, something like that. I didn't make the show. I don't make the it, decisions. It is interesting how they didn't have like the spores aspect. Um, mm-hmm. But to be fair, it it is kind of like a very small part of the video game. Like, I mean, yeah. You only, if I'm, if I remember correctly, you only ever have to put on your breathing mask twice in the game. Really? Oh, really? I think one at the very beginning to establish what spores are, and then mm-hmm. second time to when Ellie reveals her secret. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, spoilers! Yeah. Uh, Ellie's dead. Ellie's dead. <laughs> no, I don't mean... know. I don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, she's. <laughs> fucking no anyways we're, we're, we should move on to the episode we've talked a lot about the uh, a different show that we're not even reviewing so today we will be hitting regular show season three episode 11 which is under the hood Ooh. what do you remember about this uh i remember wanting to get into well i don't want to say what's ahead but i remember wanting to do this exact same thing I know my because uncle did way. Yeah, I know. I remember my uncle. He's a good artist, but he, um, he I, used to. I don't want to out him like this, but um, he he used to dabble in the backyard of his place a few times, and I've seen it. It's pretty good. I've always appreciated. Well, we're not even gonna have to beat around the bush. Uh, this oh, episode yeah, no. is about graffiti. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Right. And I've always appreciated the art of graffiti. There was like this very small phase when I was a kid, probably because of this episode where I wanted to start doing graffiti and like working with spray paint because it's always super cool. And mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't say that I see graffiti on the daily, but I'm definitely exposed to a lot of graffiti down here. Um, oh, yeah. Mainly when I like uh, I'm riding like trains and I like pass by like like tunnels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You see graffiti because I mean, uh, graffiti it's... is a big part of the city, inner city culture. Yeah, that's what I was about to say too. Is like, there if there wasn't any graffiti on any walls or street walks, it, the city would look very plain and, and boring. But it gives the place life. It does. And it culture really does. So let's get into the episode. All right, so we open up with Mordecai, Rigby, and Benson in front of the park bathroom. Benson gives them a bucket of paint and says, All right, I need you guys to cover up the graffiti on the bathroom. Just make sure that you cover all of it. 
And then Rigby, Mordecai and Rigby are kind of tired. They're drinking coffee and their eyelids are like halfway closed. They're like, cover all of it. Benson's like, what did I just say? Yes, all of it. Get back to work. And Benson walks away, leaving them to do the job. Uh, and then Mordecai says, I wouldn't mind going back to sleep. Uh, but you could see that this graffiti is pretty impressive. It has a lot of detail on it. Um, I could tell that the that the artist for this episode had a lot of fun making it. You think that um, they act now that I'm seeing this episode again. You think they got different uh, street artists to to draw these little sections in the storyboard room? No, it is possible. Mm. Because there's different like um. There's different styles throughout the episode. So we have this little paintbrush scroll, uh, was it side swipe, uh, transition to Mordecai and Rigby painting over the gra- very impressive graffiti. Uh, then we go over to Rigby. He says, "I'd like to find whoever did this and just and turns over to Mordecai and starts growling, insinuating that he wants to strangle the person who did it." Mm-hmm. Uh, Mordecai agrees in saying, I know, man, they're probably sitting around somewhere just laughing at us. And then from a distance, we hear a muscle man laughing at Mordecai and Rigby as they are in very anger and disapprovement of what they're doing. Uh, muscle man is leaning over against the car with orange uh, substance on his shirt. Hi, what looks to be... right next to him. Yeah, what looks to... Uh, what looks to be orange paint. And of course, that uh, insinuates that Muscle Man was the one that did this. And that's exactly what Mordecai and Rigby accuse him of. Because uh, Muscle Man makes a, a my mom joke, being like, you know who else likes to see other people clean up their messes? My mom. And then Rigby says, did you paint this graffiti, Muscle Man? And Muscle Man's all like, Me? Oh, why? I may be an artist when it comes to pranks, but I'm no graffiti artist. And then a very, like, uh, an instrumental, like, impact sound is heard, and it closes up, uh, it it makes a close-up on Muscle Man's hand, which is covered in this orange substance, which obviously is probably paint, from what we could see. And then Mordecai says, what is that? Muscle Man's like, what is what? The orange paint that's on your hands. Muscle Man's like, it isn't paint, fool. It's from the buffalo wings we just had for lunch. And then Rigby's all like, oh, well, it's all over you. Yeah, right. And then Muscle Man says, like, haven't you ever been to Wing Kingdom? They always hook you up with the sauce. Mordecai says, show us your receipt then. And then Muscle Man try to, tries to reach in his pocket, but I guess he doesn't have it. And he's like, what? Show us your receipt. And then Mordecai and Rigby say, that's it. And then they call Benson, being like, Benson, we know who did the graffiti. And Benson's like, what? Who? And then, a little side note, while they get Benson, Benson is painting over a park bench that has more graffiti on it. So, this kind of insinuates that the graffiti artist is kind of, like, all over the park. I mean, he's pretty... It's pretty impressive to be tagging, like, an entire park. Yeah, it is. And the artwork is is really good. Yeah. I mean, wait, actually, no, how do you even... How do you even graffiti a bench? Um, you gotta, like, get some really cool, like, dimensions and, like, layering in order to do that. That's what I'm uh, saying. You're you're working on, like, an abstract canvas, you know? Benson, Rigby, and Mordecai return back to where Muscle Man and High Five Ghost are. Uh, Benson questions Muscle Man, but Muscle Man 
denies it and says, it's buffalo sauce, smell it. But Benson doesn't want to smell his fingers because uh, Muscle Man is, you know, probably gross. Um, right. But Benson says, just tell me the truth and I'll take your word for it. Muscle Man keeps denying it, saying, but I am telling you the truth and throws his hands up. And then accuses Benson for listening to Mordecai and Rigby. A spray can falls out of his back pocket and rolls over to the ground. Rigby points it out, says, look, it's a spray, it's a spray paint, or spray paint? Oh my god, I almost said spray paint. Or it is spray paint. He's, the subtitle is... says, look, it's spray paint, not spray can or whatever. Yeah, my br- um, it, you know, naturally you'd say spray can. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick for this little scene. So I think it was, it was a pretty good idea on Muscle Man to ask Benson to smell the buffalo sauce. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I would have done the same thing to just like prove it. Uh, but even then, I'm sure wing sauce and paint don't have the same consistency and texture. I feel like you'd be able to tell the difference just by looking at it. No, yeah, you would definitely tell. But would you really want to smell some like go up to someone's fingers and smell it? Uh, knowing Muscle Man, probably I wouldn't want to be smelling his fingers. That's for sure. Mm hmm. Uh, but if I was Muscle Man in this situation, I would have licked my fingers to prove that it was sauce. That is also true. Because who's going to lick paint? Uh, so, insane people. Exactly. So after Rigby says like, hey, it's the spray paint, Benson looks at Muscle Man being like, chicken wings, huh? Muscle Man is still denying. He's like, oh, uh, that's not mine. And then Mordecai's like, yeah, right. It was in your pocket. And then Muscle Man folds for a sec. He's like, uh, uh okay, all right. I, I was spray painting, okay. But, but, but I didn't do the graffiti. I was painting High Five Ghost's ride orange. Fives turns to him and he's like, wait, really? And then Benson's like, well, why'd you lie about the paint? And then Muscle Man says, because it was supposed to be a surprise until you guys ruined it. Rigby s- still says that Muscle Man's lying. He's like, no, I'm not. Then Benson puts an end to it. He's like, I'm sorry, Muscle Man. I'm going to have to ask you to turn in your keys. And then Muscle Man's like, wait, what? You're firing me, bro? Benson doesn't want to hear. He's like, give me your keys. And then Fives chimes in saying, and he says, if he goes, then I go too. And then Benson's like, okay, we'll see ya. He he don't give a fuck about this, obviously. (laughs) Uh, So... High Five Ghost kind of says like, ah, because he wasn't expecting to actually get fired over that. Uh, Muscle Man goes to Fives. He's like, hey, that was really cool, bro. But then he goes to Benson, says like, all right, you want my keys, Benson? Fine. He throws them at his feet and says, but we were going to quit this job anyways to follow our real dreams. And we're not coming back no matter how much you beg. Come on, Fives. And then they leave the scene. Oh, Muscle Man and Fives are fired. I, I wrote in my notes that Benson just doesn't, he doesn't care. Like he will, without hesitation, will fire people on the spot. And I'm surprised he hasn't done that with Mordecai and Rigby. Like, I know it's um not, every episode isn't like um one after the other storyline wise. But it, if it were like that, they'd, Mordecai, Mordecai and Rigby would be fired like day one. Yeah, I I don't know how they weren't fired during the uh, the whole rock paper scissors thing. They were threatened to be fired, but I don't know how they weren't fired. 
actually, you know, thinking about it now, I think a threat would be first, and then the next day they'd be gone. Right, yeah, it's a little weird. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so, once Muscle Man and Fives walk off, Benson turns over to Mordecai and Rigby and compliment them, saying, You did a good thing today. You narced nar a guy Narf. out and got him fired. Narced. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Oh, dude! I never knew how to say narc or spell narc. I've always used it, but I've never actually spelled it. Oh, narc like N A R C. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a weird Anyways. word. It is. It is. So Benson gives them a final good job and then walks off. Mordecai is in shock and says, "Whoa! I didn't think he was gonna fire him." Rigby agrees and says, "Neither did I." But then all of a sudden, behind them, they hear a spray, a spray sound. So they turn around and they see a hooded figure holding a spray can, spraying over the paint that they just put on. Mordecai, again in shock, says, what the? Hey, stop. Uh, but the guy in the hood in the hoodie doesn't stop. He continues to spray paint until he turns around for a few seconds and then sees him and runs off. Not until uh, spring a little line over the bathroom wall just to just to be a little bit of more of a dick. Uh, Mordecai taunt. and uh, yeah, Mordecai and Rigby run after him. The hooded man hops over the fence without uh, holding onto the bar or anything. He does this front flip uh, straight over it, and Mordecai and Rigby can't get over the fence. They just sort of stop at it and watch him run off. Uh, further into the park. The, as they're watching the hooded man run away, Rigby says, that didn't look like muscle man. Then Mordecai turns over to Rigby and says, that's because it wasn't muscle man. And then they both give ooh. off a, a, sh a like, ooh, noise. Like, oh, one of those moments. Up. Yeah, one of those, like, oh, yeah. fuck. So, <clears throat> I had a note about this. Mm -hmm. why why didn't mordecai and rigby call for benson at this moment because it's not like benson was away from the area he just started to walk away yeah because literally a second after benson left the scene the hooded figure started to paint so benson still would have been there i would have been like benson look and then he would have known that it's not muscle man that is true realistically he's still like a couple feet away Unless Benson yeah. got some long ass strides, and it, right. also, how did how did the hooded man like sneak up behind behind them without even being spotted? He's wearing a black hoodie um, in the middle of the day. Well, I think that might be a connection to uh, what we're gonna see later. Skip says some line about like he vanishes without warning and runs with the wind or some something like that. I don't know. Ooh. Uh, but we're gonna see that in a sec because in this next scene. Mordecai and Rigby come up with this plan being like, okay, well, we have to get Muscleman and Fives their jobs back. So they immediately go to Benson's office saying, Benson, it wasn't Muscleman. We know who actually did the graffiti. Rigby explains that it was this hooded guy. We didn't see his face, but uh, Benson cuts him off and says, all right, I get it. You feel bad for getting Muscleman and Fives fired. It's okay, because I feel bad too. And then he kind of gives this lesson being like, doing the right thing is never easy, but it's the responsible thing to do. Uh, like Rigby, remember that time when you ratted out Mordecai for putting expired milk in the fridge so you could exchange it for a video rental coupon? 
that was very responsible of you. And then Mordecai kind of frowns at Rigby being like, yeah, I remember that. I sure remember mm-hmm. that. Um, so that, that kind of gives like a little fun side joke as to Mordecai and Rigby's relationship, always backstabbing each other. Mordecai moves past the saying, well, Benson, I'm telling you, it wasn't Musman. But then he says, that's enough. We're down two men and I have a lot to do. And so do you. They try to be like, no, wait. Benson says, now get out of here and get back to work. And then he slams the door in their face outside. Uh, They decide to go to Skip's house. And Skip's turns around when they open the door. They say, hey, Skip's. And then Skip's looks over his shoulder and says, what? Are you coming to get me fired too? And then you could see that he kind of has like a orange sauce all around his mouth. Rigby's like, wait, what? No, no, we're not. And then he turns around and Skip says, good, because it's just wing sauce. Muscle Man got me hooked on this stuff right before you got him fired. Mordecai says like, yeah, about that. Do you know anyone who could have done the graffiti? And Josh, who is it? Uh, Skip says that it could be Park Avenue. Rigby uh, repeats uh, his name. Park Avenue, because neither of them have ever heard of Park Avenue. But then Skips goes on to this explanation of who Park Avenue is. Basically, a young graffiti artist who's been doing a lot of um, graffiti tags around the park. But then at the end, uh, Skips wipes his mouth saying, he's not bad, actually. Then Mordecai puts two and two together saying, that's probably the guy we saw. And Skips obviously tells... Mordecai and Rigby the answer you got to tell go tell Benson but Rigby comes back saying we tried to tell him but he doesn't believe us but so then Skips gives them one final resolution or one final option that they have to capture Park Avenue himself but before that he gives them a warning that he's not going to be easy and that he strikes without, with what you said, he strikes without warning and he vanishes with the wind. Oh, I was right. <laughs> Skips asks both of them uh, where Muscle Man is after he got fired. And Rigby repeats to Skips the last thing Muscle Man said before he walked off, saying that he was going to go follow his quote unquote real dream. Skips gives off a shock, saying he said that. And then gives a, oh, no, look. <laughs> I We've all said that before, being like, oh, no, what's this person going to do? We cut to Muscle Man at the coffee shop, the one that Margaret and Eileen works at. We hear a voice, which is probably like the stage manager uh, in like a, the, the little open mic night or whatever that's going on. And the lights are dim, so you could tell that it's night. And it's like a little event that the coffee shop is having. The... Uh, the stage guy says, and now for a comedian I know you're going to like, Muscle Man. And then the audience cheers on uh, Mitch. And then he's on stage and he's speaking at the mic. He's wearing a tux. You can tell that he's like prepared for this. So he says, good evening, everyone. So I just threw out my old couch. It weighed about 300 pounds and smelled like a pile of butts. You know who else smells like a pile of butts? My mom. And then he kind of like gives a little finger gun to the audience, expecting them to laugh. But <laughs> we get like a two second shot of the audience just sitting dead silent. Like you could hear a pin drop in this room. 
and then Muscle Man looks over at Fives, who's like at the side of the stage, and Fives kind of shrugs his shoulders, being like, I don't know why they're not laughing. So Muscle Man tries to give the punchline again. He taps the mic, giving it a little bit of feedback. He's like, um, excuse me, I said my mic. But then someone says, get off the stage. And then the entire room starts to laugh at him. Nice. Muscle Man gets mad and he says, uh, you jerks are jerks and you don't even understand comedy. But then someone throws a tomato at him like we're in like the old timey circus days. And then Muscle Man starts freaking out, doing his typical <laughs> thing that he does. Uh, so he starts to freak out, and then he runs into the crowd and making everyone just get the hell out of the coffee shop, starting a rampage. And then Fives is like, Muscle Man, no! So we could see how that's going for Muscle Man in his new career. Um, so. I wanted to uh, bring this up. This doesn't really have anything to do with the episode, but so we have a couple of celebrities in the news right now that are um, either getting fired or having to or uh, deciding to rethink their career or maybe okay. they're going to have to. And I have okay. some examples. So the first one is uh, have you we are recording this on January 30th, 2023. And in the news right now, Justin Roiland, who is the oh. co-creator of Rick and Morty and voices about half of the voices on that show, um, he was currently, uh, or he was recently fired from Adult Swim. Adult Swim had cut ties with him because currently he is being charged for domestic violence. Yeah, is, I heard uh, about that. Which is a big yikes. Not good. Uh, I mean, it's, I, the, it's the alcoholism. Um, that could be pinned to. I know it. people were saying that. Uh, it sucks because I really enjoy Rick and Morty. Mm, definitely all. Yeah, Rick and Morty is like a... It's very advanced humor. Mm-hmm. I remember in like, what, 2017, 2018 when uh, Pickle Rick came out and everyone God. was... It kind of turned into like a cringy meme. Yeah. And like that that's when like um when all like the middle schoolers and young high schoolers started to watch the show. Because see I I enjoyed Rick and Morty when it was like not as popular when it was being watched by only adults. Like how it was intended. Uh-huh. And then came the wave of new fans and then it became cringy, so I stopped watching it for a little bit, but I watch it every now and then. do you remember I I don't know his last name, but his name's Nick. He's really good friends with our friend Jake. Um, he Nick Aguilar. Glasses. Yes, 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 yes. No, wow. this fucking. Oh my god, I. He would scream out. I. I'm sorry, Nick, but he would scream out, "Pickle Rick!" and with like a straight face. I'm like, okay. You could use a little bit more expression, please. So. Everyone yelled out Pickle Rick like when it was like when it had just come come out. Maybe I yelled it out for like like a like a couple days when it was big, but then after yeah. that I realized everyone else was yelling it too. And I was just yeah. like, uh yeah. I remember we were at a football game once and oh. we were uh, I was with the band and we were playing in the stands and everything. And of course, like I I was a senior at this time, but you know how band kids can be. They could be a little cringy, let's be honest. Yeah. That's the whole thing about a band kid. 
Um, mm. I made sure not to not be one of those kids because <sighs> I made one Pickle Rick joke during the game. And this freshman next to me would make a, a Pickle Rick. He would quote Rick or make some Pickle Rick joke every five seconds. And then to the point where I was like, uh, all right, we get it. We get it. Like, it's just, it's it's not funny. <laughs> like, okay, same same thing with, like, uh, the Szechuan sauce from McDonald's. They oh, brought yeah. that back. They brought that back out just from Rick and Morty. Oh, I remember I stocked up on that Szechuan sauce because it is very good. It I've is. never actually never had it. Missed out. Oh, I'm surprised you haven't had it because it's like a, it's a Chinese sauce. Yeah, I'm surprised too. Oh. So that's what's going on there. Another uh, celebrity that is currently resigning, um, Brendan Urie of Panic at the Disco, what uh, has released a statement saying, "Hold on, I want, I'm going to pull it up." Well, it's been hell of a journey. Growing up in Vegas, I could have never imagined where this life would take me. So many places all around the world, and all the friends we made along the way. But sometimes the journey must end for a new one to begin. We've been trying to keep it to ourselves, though some of you may have already heard. Sarah and I are expecting expecting a baby very soon. Oh. The prospect of being a father and getting to watch my wife become a mother is both humbling and exciting. I look forward to this next adventure. That said, I'm going to bring this chapter of my life to an end and put my focus and energy on my family. And with that, panic at the disco will be no more. Oh. Damn, that's that's crazy. It's crazy yeah. to hear. Okay, I I was honestly expecting it to be like something bad, but no, that's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Well, when I saw like the the black text or the black screen with text, I was like, oh no, what is this? And mm. I kind of skimmed through the message, and the only thing that I saw was "Panic at the Disco will be no more." So I was like, oh shit, what happened? And then I read the whole thing. I was like, oh okay, gotcha. You know, stuff like that is understandable for celebrities to get out right i mean but, if they're loaded they're loaded yeah and obviously he uh brendan yuri doesn't have to become a uh stand-up comedian at a op- open mic night coffee shop like muscle man but yeah we could touch on more news later because I, I actually had a, a list of stuff go uh that's uh going on in the world right now i think that's uh, uh maybe a new segment that we should start on the show um mm-hmm. like things that are going on in the news because like these these episodes we record are we record are kind of like little like uh diaries i guess you could say and it's cool to like maybe we could look back on this in a couple years be like oh yeah i remember when this was happening yeah right now it's cold as fuck it's three degrees uh, at, at least yeah, according so, to my weather right now so the city finally got a, a legit snowfall we had a couple ones earlier but it melted after a couple of days this one is first one that seems to be staying and it's very cold yeah how do you even get out of your house um with with a bunch of layers and a winter coat huh but (laughs) well i wouldn't know because living in the city is very different because i'm still i'm so used to just like shoveling driveways and doing all that as where you live in a big city like i'm used to suburb suburban life I mean, you've I experienced do not both. have to shovel anything out here. So let's, yeah, I have experienced both. And um, must I say, like, it, there are negatives to both. Like, if, if you live in the suburbs, you got to, like, shovel snow. And, like, uh, you got to worry about your car. Like, people in the city have a car, but most people don't. I don't here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So walking everywhere hasn't been such an issue, only because everything that I need to go to is close. And then other than that, you just take the trains. It's simple. Still, it's very cold because walking, uh, living in the city means that you walk everywhere. And it's very cold. So we clock wipe to back to the park where Mordecai and Rigby are painting over a trash can with white paint. Mordecai says, like, oh yeah, no way he's going to be able to resist a white trash can. And then he points over to a nearby bush, saying that they'll hide over there. And then, bam, saying straight to jail. And then they start going off on these um, I sort of puns uh, with, the, with, the lo- with the word loser. Mordecai starting off saying, what's the matter, park loser new? It's kind of lame, honestly. He's like, you don't like jail? Looks like your kids will never see their park dad anew. Which is pretty clever. Park Avenue, dad anew. Uh-huh. Yeah. So as they're laughing and making fun of uh, Park Avenue, giving off some banter, they're laughing. Park Avenue actually runs by them really quickly and sprays Rigby's face on the newly painted white trash can. Rigby is not impressed, saying, Oh, what? Why is it only me? It's just and a Morde- painting of Rigby's face, and he's kind of making a like a weird exclamation. Yeah, it kind of looks like a Crash Bandicoot. I don't know. That was like the first thing that came to my mind. I could see it. And then Mordecai looks over to Mor- Rigby, saying, Because I'm not a loser. Rigby scolds at the painting, saying, like, It doesn't even look anything like me. But Mordecai says, like, it kind of does look like you. It's like you're looking into a mirror. But Rigby gets angry, saying, shut up! But gasps midway through and points over to a different direction, saying, uh, pointing out Park Avenue, who just finished another uh, graffiti art of Mordecai having two buck teeth and his tongue sticking out. That looks Uh, way worse than Rigby's painting. (laughs) It really does. He, he did Mordecai dirty. He did. Honestly, in your opinion, uh, would you would you be more pissed off that you got your face uh, made fun of first, or it yours looked worse than the first one? So I feel like I would be more pissed if I was Mordecai because um, I'd probably make fun of Rigby too because his face was like on the on the trash can. And, um, but the thing is, Rigby's face looks like kind of like pretty normal it does. in this painting. And then after I, so I, I don't know how I would feel if uh, I would just, I just made fun of my friend for being graffitied. And then I turn around and I see my own face, but looking 10 times worse. Like that's, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think it'd be worse if it were Mordecai, if I were in Mordecai's position. Yeah, so Rigby kind of points and laughs at him, and then but Mordecai punches him, saying, like, come on, let's go. So they start to chase after Park Avenue, and we kind of go on this montage of um, Park Avenue is uh, painting something. Mordecai and Rigby are just about to catch him, but as soon as they jump out, Park Avenue vanishes. And when he vanishes, he reveals a whole nother finished graffiti art. And it's always massive for some reason. So the first graffiti art is a sword and or more of a dagger and skull and so the next part is the taco clock truck that we've seen in episodes before like my mom park avenue is uh spraying it but then mordecai and rigby jump out and he's gone 
and the truck has turned into a big uh, mural of a dog. I had a quick note. For whatever reason, Park Avenue is... Um, the can that you see him spraying with is orange paint, but whatever he... It, it, that doesn't matter because the stuff that he's painting is like all random colors. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, this entire truck is brown. Yeah. But eh, just a th- animation I think- thing. I think it was just to save on colors or something, or just to make it simple. True, yeah. So the next place that he's at is at the top of a water tower, like one of those big water tanks that you see in the suburbs. And he is painting, Park Avenue painted a gigantic like yellow monster with the eye patch. And then we get like this little running montage of Mordecai and Rigby running through like darkness. And it's like this little effect where each design is like whooshing past them uh you'd have to like kind of watch the episode to understand what i'm talking about and at the very last second you see pops who passes by and he has a his head is blue and he has like a like a goldfish and a fish tank castle painted on him which is pretty funny at the end of the montage the entire park is covered with paintings now and then mordecai and rugby says like how do they keep getting away from us? And Mordecai's is like, I don't know. He's just messing around it with us or something. But then all of a sudden muscle man and fives pull up and they are riding on high fives, orange scooter. Like uh, they had mentioned earlier. And you could tell that muscle man and five, since they got fired, they have not been doing well at all out in the world. Because they are raggedy as hell. Muscle Man's like pant leg is ripped off. They have kind of like, they're all scruffy. Their hair is messed up. And they're just, they look like they haven't showered in weeks. Um, you know what? So, what's up? I was going to say, because I didn't realize, first time going through, that the scooter that Muscle Man is riding on is actually Five's ride. I thought he was mm-hmm. talking about like a car or, or a go kart or something. No, that's actually his ride. Yeah, so... I didn't actually think <laughs> about that up until now. That kind of it gives a good description on who like what kind of guys these are, which is mm-hmm. pretty funny. Um, I had a note real quick about how Muscle Man and Fives are looking like like super dirty, but it's only been a day since you got fired. How do you like how how do you look that bad already? Uh, remember, they do live in a trailer park. Or a trailer... Is it a trailer park? No, a trailer yeah, home. Or a trailer. And, trailer. And then my my next point, um, I have to describe some more of the scene to make this point. So, okay. um, Muscle Man says to Mordecai and Rigby, being like, not that we're desperate for cash or nothing, but we're offering a one-time deal on Five's sweet ride. And then, so that basically what they, what we're, what they're saying is they're trying to sell, uh, the ride because they need money rigby says well how much do you want for it but mordecai punches rigby like really dude muscle man all desperate he says um any amount i'll take any money you got and then mordecai says like that's all right i think we're good for now and then muscle man says like oh well we don't need your money anyway because it probably smells like a pile of butts and so he starts to ride away with fives so the point that i was gonna make is again it's only been a day so how do you not have any money between the both of you i was gonna say like do you think they probably spent it on uh the tuck or the suit that muscle man had to wear probably that does it does it cost money just to book a spot 
for an open mic night. Um, oh, I know wait, was it an open mic night? Uh, it was an open mic night, and so oh, then. I I know a couple friends who do open mic nights. But from what I know, I think how it works is like. Uh, you show up to there, and then there's a bunch of people that are wanting to perform, and then like there's like a little sign up sheet, and mm. you just go up and perform. Oh, okay. um, it's it's a pretty cool thing that indie artists do. But no, it's it's in the name. It's an open mic night, so you don't have to pay anything uh, to perform. Then, then I'm guessing it's just basically their utility that they're paying yeah. off. Uh huh. Yeah, that's true, but. Even then, like, I are these guys not responsible with their money? Because like, they have to have like at least Some. at least a couple thousand dollars saved up from from your park from the money you made at the park. And Ooh. I don't know how you could lose all of that in a day. Like, and again, they look like they've been sleeping on the streets, but they still have the trailer. They still have like a shower there, and so I don't I- know. I, I'm curious now. Like, I want to know how how much you you'll hear this in the recording. But how much does a park grounds keeper make? I uh, while you're hmm. looking that up, I I know that I've seen this uh, fun facts about regular show before, where someone calculated uh, how much Mordecai and Rigby make. I think it was like less than 21 cents a, a week or something. Less than 21 a week. Because they cal- that one episode where they got their paychecks, they like calculated that payday and how much they would be making hourly, and it's terrible. Dude, I mean, granted, like some of those coins might be the same size. Like the their silver coins might be the same size as other silver coins, so it might not be too accurate. Either way, they're getting underpaid, I know. True. So, according to Google, uh, the average ground keep, groundskeeper salary in Illinois is 41340 as of December 27th, 2022, but range typically falls between 35397 and 49081 Damn, alright. Wait, actually, they're, they're in California. Wait a they minute. They are in California. In California, uh, range typically falls between thirty-eight thousand four hundred ninety-nine and fifty-three thousand fifty-three thousand three hundred eighty-two. So basically, okay. more uh, Muscle Man and Five should definitely have enough. Yeah, they definitely have money saved up, yeah. even if they just went to Wing Kingdom. Exactly. Too. If, unless they went to Wing Kingdom like every sing, or they went to Wing Kingdom every single night and spent at least two two hundred, three hundred a night. That's crazy. Yeah. So as as Muscleman and Fives are riding off, Rigby and Mordecai saying like, "Man, I feel terrible." Then Rigby says like, "Oh, I know, but we can't do anything about it until we catch Park Avenue." And Muscleman and Rigby give off a hmm hmm. Muscleman Mordecai. Which, I mean, I mean, Mordecai and Rigby give off a hmm hmm for this episode, uh, so that's one hmm for both of them. Oh, I, can't, I thought I th- I was gonna ask you that. Like, I can't. I said one and possibly two. Well, because we usually count like the groups of hmms, but yeah. I kind of see like this as like two separate characters. I don't know. So, because um, they're not. For it? Well, they're uh, they're not saying it uh, like coincidentally mordecai says it there's a pause and then rigby says it so that's why i think it's two 
I, I, I'll back you with, with two. Well, either way, I did not even catch this when I was taking notes for this episode. So oh, really? Nice. <laughs> I don't know how. Uh, so Mordecai uh, has an idea. He's like, Muscle Man, wait. And then Muscle Man says, you come crawling back, huh? Mordecai asks him, do you still have that can of spray paint? And he does, because we're going to see in this next scene. But real quick, I have a little um, episode mistake that I only noticed now when we were watching the episode. Okay. Uh, Muscle Man has still has the can of paint, but earlier on in this episode, when Muscle Man storms off after getting fired, throwing down his keys, he leaves the paint, uh, he leaves the spray paint on the ground in front of Benson. And he just like kind of leaves it behind. So how could he have had the, the spray paint with him if he left it there? Maybe he came back and grabbed it. But just something I noticed. I mean, I was going to say, like, that was one of my theories. The second theory was that um, he probably had spares lying around because you can't fully cover a an area with just one can of spray paint. You got to have a lot more in case one uh, runs out, you know? Oh, yeah, true. Especially how big of an area this is. So why don't you oh, take yeah, it away? Most definitely. So <clears throat> we transition to the same bathroom uh, shed house. And it's just basically, it's just a giant orange wall. Uh, Park Avenue comes over and sees this. And he finally speaks, saying, ugh, no class. He shakes his head as he's pulling out his spray can. He looks around just to see if anyone is looking at him. Doesn't spot anyone. He turns over to the orange wall. Starts uh, spray spray painting the wall. And then all of a sudden, two eyes pop out, and it's Mordecai and Rigby. And Mordecai screams out, class this! Park Avenue gasps as he gets startled, and Mordecai and Rigby jump onto him, tackling him. And then we get into this uh, short little montage of uh, Mordecai and Rigby fighting against Park Avenue, trying to pin him down. Mordecai pins him down, and... Uh, puts down or takes off the hood from Park Avenue, and Park Avenue is actually a spray a spray bottle, spray bottle, spray can. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have a head. His head is like the little like nozzle that you push down, where like the the the, the pressurization comes from. You know, that that yeah, little got... like cylinder of paint. I mean, what you you can see that on like different kinds of uh. An example I can think off the top of my head is like a Lysol bottle. Yes, yeah, so one of those things. You know, you guys probably know what we're talking about. So, uh, as soon as Park Avenue gets exposed, like his head, Mordecai and Rigby like gasp, and then Park Avenue pushes down on the top of his head nozzle, both uh, covering Mordecai and Rigby in his own paint. They get trapped in a cloud, being blinded, and then Park Avenue runs towards the bathroom again. And he jumps in the air right towards the wall. But right before he's about to hit the wall, he sprays more paint from himself, creating a portal in front of him and dives through. Mordecai and Rigby get up and Mordecai's like, let's go. Rigby's like, wait, what? So Mordecai jumps in and Rigby's like, he kind of reluctantly follows behind. We get transported um, to this, to the regular show space background. So it's kind of like a void abyss thing. And... 
Mordecai looks around being like, what is this place? And there's all this crazy graffiti art all around this world. And we see in uh, the typical graffiti font, Park Avenue. And we it's basically a huge mural collage of like all Park Avenue's work. And then Rigby points at a door saying, there he is. We see Park Avenue painting a lever. And he says, it ends now. He pulls the lever and then some of the monsters uh, start to come to life. Uh, I think we, we already passed it, but I, no- I made a note. Kind of around 737-ish, there's a green monster at the top right, and I'm 99% sure that that is supposed to resemble Muscle Man, because it looks exactly like him. So if you wanted to see that 737. Wait, wait. Oh, wait, the one with the wings? Oh, I think I already passed it, but... So yeah, you you see, I mean, the one that looks like Muscle Man. Yeah. And just a little small Easter egg that they put there. Um... But as for right now, the monsters have started to attack Mordecai and Rigby. They've become animated. And uh, I, I can't even describe how these monsters look. Like, one of them is a green bearded spider skull with, like, purple legs. And he starts to attack Mordecai and Rigby. There's a purple mouth zipper, uh, a little red monster with arms for eyes. And so they're running towards uh, Mordecai and Rigby. Rigby grabs the spray paint and starts to spray at them, trying to make a monster of his own. But then we we see that it's just like a very poorly drawn stick figure, and like his his face is all like wobbly and stuff. Uh, the the music stops and the, we get this moment where Rigby pauses and he's like, "That is a lot harder than it looks," which is funny. One of the monsters completely annihilates Rigby's monster, and then they start to attack Mordecai and Rigby more. They're running through the entire place. They're kind of like diving to dodge the the creations or whatever uh they try to get to the door that park avenue was at but then rigby gets grabbed by one of the large hands and so rigby at the last second before he gets eaten he sprays the other hand with the orange paint and then he falls down mordecai helps him up and then they just gun it to the door they're almost there everything is all around them chasing after them but then they finally make it to the door and slam it behind them and they're in this entirely white room filled with absolutely nothing. And they're panting from how tired they are. As soon as Mordecai and Rigby catch their breath, uh, Mordecai says that he's got to be around here somewhere. So he starts walking towards anywhere. Rigby follows. But then suddenly he hits something on his knee. And he starts uh, saying, ow, in pain. Mordecai looks over kind of brushes it off but then what then walks forward and then suddenly hits two objects first in the f- first uh when he walks forward and then he backs up and then he hits his head saying oh and then he walks backwards again then he falls over into the white abyss rigby sees this and calls out for mordecai and asks where you go but then he gets hit in the stomach by something but we hear this little clinking noise rigby falls over says ah rigby gets up looks up reaches out his hand and he grabs something solid and questions what is this stuff it's like this weird invisible like object so they keep bumping into a bunch of things that like they're there but you can't see them because again this entire place is white so it's very weird Mm. 
uh, Rigby then gets frustrated from hitting everything. So he still, with the spray can in his hands, he starts spraying all over until he covers part of a TV. Mordecai gets up and says like, wait, dude, that looks like a TV. So then Rigby starts spraying the the TV again, revealing it to actually be a TV. He then walks over to another side and spray and starts spraying randomly and it's showing a futon. He keeps spraying it and then all of a sudden uh, we hear Park Avenue stopping him saying like, hey, 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 come on, man. Not the <laughs> coffee table. <laughs> he peeks around the corner. Yeah, this this is very funny because like Park Avenue is all like he was all like serious being all like it ends now. But then he comes up, he's like, hey, whoa, 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 hey, what are you doing? Stop it. And then, so it's funny to see, like, the villains, like, let loose because, like, it's, like, kind of a comedic moment where everything's supposed to be all serious with them. Mm-hmm. Now, so, do you know what I noticed? What's up? Uh, You know how in usual, regular show fashion, this, the background would change colors? Yeah. I don't think for this specific episode, the background really changes. You know what I mean? Oh, how when everything like kind of like blows up Go- in the episode, it turns red. Yes. May maybe because they're in a different dimension. That could be the reason. That could be, but at the same time, mm-hmm. well, I mean, we'll get to we'll get to this uh, conversation in a bit. But that's just something I thought of right now. Yeah, definitely. So. Park Avenue tells them to stop painting, but then Mordecai's like, nope, keep painting, Rigby. And then Park Avenue's like, no, 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 don't. What's the matter with you? Rigby says, you painted all over the whole park. And then Park Avenue's like, yeah, but that's different, you know? Because, like, my stuff looks, looks good. It's what I do. But you're, you're just making a mess. And then so Rigby keeps spraying very aggressively, and Park Avenue's like, oh, all right, all right, all right. He kind of, like, like puts his hand up and like tries to like calm him down. He's like, "Hey, take it easy, take it easy. I'll quit painting the park. Just stop messing up my place." And then Mordecai is like, "And you have to admit to our to our boss that it was you." Park Avenue is like, "Why?" <laughs> and then Mordecai continues to be like, "Cause our friend got fired for what you did." Park Avenue is like, "Uh, so what?" But then at that point, Rigby has painted almost half of the room, ruining his place. And then Park Avenue is like, "Hey, all right, all right, all right," and um. A little attention to detail. So the little nozzle on his like paint thing, the his little paint button where his the paint head? comes out, his head, yeah. Um, the little nozzle hole kind of like changes shape and expressions on whatever he's feeling. You know how uh, Tom Holland's Spidey mask, like the eyes, kind of move to show yeah. like different expressions. That's kind of what's going on here. His nozzle mouth is moving. Uh, which is a good detail, and uh, it's a good way of showing emotion to a mm-hmm. character that doesn't have a face. Yeah, I was, that's exactly what I was about to say. Like, if it's something like that, then, I mean, imagine Park Avenue with just a circle with his uh, head nozzle without any expression. It'd look weird. Right, yeah. So Park Avenue says like, all right, all right. So we clockwise back to the park. So they're, they're back in the overworld now. Um, park Avenue is talking to Benson, Muscle Man Fives, who are also there, uh, you know, because it's about them. And then Mordecai and Rigby are here to like witness it. 
Park Avenue, he's he's all cocky to Benson. He's crossing his arms, being like, oh yeah, that's right, I'm the graffiti artist. I'm the one who did it, and I'm hitting the world with knowledge. I'm painting the truth. I'm painting rebellion. I'm, but then Benson, Benson calls, uh, cuts him off, saying, I am calling the cops. The Park Avenue is all, like, unfazed by this. He's like, Psh, the cops can't catch this. Later, you bourgeois sucker. And then he paints another portal in the ground. But he made it too small because when he tries to jump in, he gets stuck in it. And then he's like, oh, man. And then you could hear Benson dialing 911. And then what happens? So then Mordecai and Rigby turn over to Muscle Man, apologizing to him for getting fired. Uh, Muscle Man makes a small little banter joke saying like, yeah, you better be sorry. But then quickly tracks it back saying like, "Ah, I'm just kidding. So then Benson walks over back or walks over to Muscle Man and Fives and uh, reintroducing them back to the park saying welcome back to the park and gives them and almost hands Muscle Man his keys back. But Muscle Man is very cocky about it. He's like, well, I was really tearing it up as a comedian, but since you're begging. And then uh, Benson uh, pulls back the keys and says, comedy, wow, congratulations. Maybe you don't need this job after all. Muscle Man in shock with his jaw drops in disbelief that uh, he thought Benson would be... um, begging him to come back he he's he kind of like regrets what he says being like uh when he realized that ben he's not getting the reaction from benson he wants uh he's like uh uh, i i was joking please give me my keys back because benson's all like oh maybe you don't need this job (laughs) i like how he's like please just give me the keys so then benson hands muscle man the keys back muscle man turns over to fives and signaling that they got their job back. And then we hear tires screeching. And we see Muscle Man and Fives do donuts before driving off into the distance. So then Benson uh, goes to Mordecai and Rigby saying, Alright, I need you guys to paint over the graffiti. Mordecai and Rigby are mad about this or not agreeing with it. Because Park Avenue did a real number on the park with his graffiti in that montage. This park is covered as hell. Yep. Like they, they, they were better off just like sucking it up and, uh, painting the original mural, but I I guess they wouldn't have put a stop to park Avenue. So I, I I guess it worked out, but in the meantime, they have to paint over the entire S park. And we saw how much park Avenue did. Um, so they're all like, well, what? That isn't fair. And then Benson said, to them be like hey look you guys can leave anytime you want but unless you think you can make it out as a stand-up comedian i suggest you start painting and then he walks off while uh, mordecai and rigby sigh and just grab the paint cans and then as soon as benson leaves mordecai says to rigby you want to go to wing kingdom and then the episode ends wow what that was great <laughs> you know, that, actually- that, that's a funny ending I actually had a... I forgot about this note. Is Wing King... Would, do you think Wing Kingdom is like a small little reference to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings? Um, either B-dubs or I was thinking maybe Wingstop because like it has the word wing in it. Have you ever been to Wingstop? Uh, I have. I've been to both Buffalo Wings and uh, Wingstop. How is Wingstop? Because I heard that like it's not the best. 
Um, no, it's actually pretty good. I, I like. I don't have it as often, only because there's not a lot of wing stops near me. But mm-hmm. there is one um, back where, kind of back in the the area we went to high school at. So hey, maybe oh, yeah, on yeah, your yeah, birthday yeah. we could we could go there if you want. Wing stop. I mean, if you want, it's your day, so we could do whatever the hell you want. I'm I'm thinking because we'll talk we'll talk off we'll talk off podcast. So, getting into lunchtime. Lunchtime. Oh wait, no, you didn't have to play the intro. I was just saying lunchtime. Lunchtime. No, no, no lunchtime. I need to get through what I want to say. Lunchtime. So, going into lunchtime, uh, this is the first time Wing Kingdom is mentioned in the show, um, which becomes sort of a staple restaurant for these guys throughout the whole series. Um, this is the first time we see it, so that is pretty cool. Episode connections. Most man tries to do comedy in this episode at the coffee shop, which he later tries doing again in the episode Cube Bros. Uh, production notes, this is the last regular show episode to air in 2011. Crazy. And this episode received 2.324 million views. I actually remember seeing this episode right when it premiered. I remember seeing promos for it and different commercials. And I was watching it live for the first time when people were actually seeing it in public. Mm-hmm. And that little opening sequence of Benson telling them to clean up the graffiti at the park and um, them like, drinking coffee and wanting to go to bed. I remember that being a promo for this episode. Interesting. It's fun. Yeah. I have a very vivid memory. So take us through the list of lunchtime. So starting off with lunchtime, who do you think was the protagonist of this episode? <sighs> it was Mordecai and Rigby. It would definitely was Mordecai and Rigby. That was yeah. it. So... I think we obviously know who the antagonist of this episode was. It was, was that, Park Avenue. That, that dude, Park Avenue, who vanishes without warning and uh, stri- strikes, uh, passes wind, breaks wind. Wait, no, that's something different. He <laughs> breaks wind? <laughs> well, what is the saying? I, I forgot. Van- wait. Strikes without warning and vanishes with the wind. Gosh, Bell. Breaks the wind. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Oh my god. He, Park Avenue actually has a second spray nozzle, but it's not on his head. <laughs> it's a. He, I wonder what it looks like. Because watch him, like, just like. He has a second nozzle where he just, like, farts paint out, and it's like a brown colored paint. Oh my god. All right, we're moving on. A little Park Avenue hole right here. Oh, you know what's funny? <laughs> Wait, are you on, like, the, the regular show uh, episode feed in Hulu? Yeah. So if you look at the thumbnail for Under the Hood, it it's like paused <laughs> on the it's paused on the shot of uh, Mordecai Mordecai's graffiti thing with him sticking his tongue out and Park oh. Avenue standing right there. It looks like Mordecai is licking Park Avenue's butt. <laughs> You're <laughs> gross. It does look like that. It, if you have Park Hulu, Ave- if you have Hulu, check out the the little thumbnail on the episode list. It's funny. It looks like Park Avenue is just getting surprised butt licked. 
<laughs> God, it's, it's so funny. gross. Anyways, uh, how many O's or hmms did you find in this episode? Uh, so there were zero O's, but I did not see at first that there were two hmms in this one. Yep. Honestly, I'm surprised that there were. I, I when did it happen? It happened like midway through the episode. But before that, I'm like, wow, they haven't said O or hmm in a while. Is it ever going to happen in this episode? Right. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, did you spot any adult jokes during this episode? Honestly, I did not see any of those. Nothing that could stand out as an adult joke or innuendo. You would think uh, having a graffiti artist make subtle innuendos. True, yeah. Uh, were there any iconic regular show moments? Uh, I just wrote the opening promo scene, only because, again, it was a commercial. Mm. Uh, were there any real music by any real artist that was used for this episode? Uh, no music by any real artist, no. Mm. So then how would you rate this based off in your memory? You know, despite there being no songs or adult jokes and zero O's, I still think that this was a five because I, again, I watched this episode right as it came out and... It has a lot of like funny humor to it, and it's. I feel like it's very memorable, and it's definitely rewatchable as well. I give it a four only because the only part I remember is Park Avenue saying "See you later, you bourgeois suckers." That's all I bourgeois remember. Sucker. I I also remember that as a kid. I think I probably used that in middle school after seeing it. <laughs> I can imagine just middle school Jason leaving class saying "Later, you bourgeois suckers," and then running off. And then people are like, what the, did he just say bouge, what the fuck? So then would you say this is a skip or a must-watch episode? <clears throat> so, I say skip because it doesn't exactly Ooh. play, it doesn't play any, like, relevance to the show, but you could watch it for fun. Like, if you wanted entertainment, it's definitely a must-watch. But, mm. uh, I, and again, I know these episodes don't coincide, but, like, I guess you, you could skip it. But um, mm. I guess it does kind of give an intro to uh, like Wing Kingdom, uh, yeah, which is yeah. a common setting for them. So uh, yeah, I, I'll bump it up to must watch. No, I'm laying on the fence of more of a skip. I mean, I agree mm. with you what you're saying, like as an introduction to Wing Kingdom. But if you watch any other episode that has Wing Kingdom in it, it's pretty self-explanatory. Right. Yeah, true. But then again, yeah, I, that's I, a good mm. point. No, nah, I'm sticking. I'm sticking with my with my opinions. I'd say skip it, but you can watch it if you want to actually do want to have some fun with with an episode. No, of course. So then, with with uh, what you said, is this a good episode or a bad one? Under the Hood is a good episode. What? I agree with you. Under the Hood is in fact a good episode. What? All right, so in total for the series so far, we have 82 O's and 47 hmms in regular show. Oh, yeah, I also had this in my note. I didn't, I should have mentioned this beforehand. So, who does, who plays Park Avenue? Because his voice sounds super familiar. This person is voiced by Troy Baker. I fucking knew it! I knew it! I could hear it. Troy Baker, yeah, he has voiced so many regular show characters are you serious 
Um, he he's also uh, the voice of Booker in Bioshock Infinite. Okay. Uh, yeah. Who else? He's voiced. Uh, he voiced Joel. Um, yes, Joel. Oh, hey, and funny, we were talking about uh, The Last of Us. Wait, hold on, I I mess up. I, I'm not think. I'm thinking of someone else who's voiced a lot of people in regular show. Um, who actually wait no even then he still has had voiced a lot of people so in regular show he voiced uh park avenue the maximum glove clorg bang grinswald burt coleman Damn. uh david from Gar- uh, a bunch of random a bunch of miscellaneous characters Holy shit. so it's pretty cool so yeah he does uh voice joel he uh who else he is appear he's appeared in video games like call of duty modern warfare 2 final uh final fantasy uh is that yeah eight i think or whatever x i i i is i think that's eight x i wait x i i yeah that could he's, be eight he's been in uh black ops uh arkham city saints row bioshock infinite the uh last of us Earth, uh, avengers earth's mightiest heroes uh naruto and yeah so it's, it's cool stuff have you he has a whole ass resume i think one of my i know i think i know one of my uh life goals is to probably meet him one day him nolan him and nolan north like there's just so many people so i hear <laughs> i hear um i hear park avenue and then i hear joel from the last <laughs> of us and that those are very different voices so troy baker must be a very a uh, talented voice actor to he's be like got, changing his voice. He's got range. Like Ellie, you have no idea what loss is. Like that's a terrible tro- uh, Joel impression. So there, but, which, but you get the idea. Yeah. So for him to be doing like such a laid back character, I mean, so Park Avenue kind of has like a like an inner city twang to his voice. I would guess. Mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense because he is a a spray can. Mm-hmm. He definitely sounds like he's from the city, that's for sure. Oh yeah. Have you seen what Troy Baker looks like in real life? Yeah, he he he's a pretty handsome guy, but he he doesn't look like he would voice Joel either, you know? Like so I don't think he's talented. Way. But I'd cuddle was... with him. <laughs> trying to uh trying to get the I'm I'm trying to make a pun out of Troy Baker, but I can't think of anything. But... I'm trying to get Troy baked. That that's what I was gonna say, but I was like, wait, what does this have to do with weed? <laughs> Oh, oh no, 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 no weed. I, I'm not a, a <laughs> druggy. I don't do drugs. Only nice. alcohol is my drug. Someone get me a shirt like that. Alcohol is is your drug. Yes, put it. Yeah. Put that on the shirt, right Someone, now, please. <sighs> cool. So. If you want to know what we are doing when we are not recording, you can follow us on our Twitter, which is at ExcellentPod. You could follow us on our TikTok, which we are solely back to uploading on. Uh, uh, basically, if you wanted like a watered down version of the podcast, just follow the TikTok. Um, and that could be found by searching The Excellent Podcast on the TikTok search bar. Other than that, you could find us on Spotify, Apple Poo, uh, Apple Poo Poo, <laughs> yeah, Apple Poo Poo. Oh find us on Apple Poo Poo. Oh my goodness! Today, as well as Radio Public, Breaker, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. And that is all I got. It's good to be recording. Uh, do you have anything else? Um, I sorry. Just, I just, <laughs> 
poo 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 yeah. Uh, I'm gonna plug our group channel because we uploaded. We've been uploading three videos in the past well week and a half, right? Oh yes, I. If you follow us on Twitter, you might have seen this this uh shout out. Go ahead. Mm, so, uh, we started off with uh, was it Schwam Jeopardy? Our group YouTube channel, which is the Schwam Squad, who consists of me, Josh. Jacob and Jake, who you both have seen on this podcast before, plus two of our other friends, Ralph and Ethan, we have a group YouTube channel called The Schwam Squad. And what did we just get done filming with earlier this month? We we filmed three videos, uh, Schwam, Jeopardy, uh, Kahoot, and then we did a Secret Santa, which came out, which both uh, Secret Secret Santa and Kahoot came out. I voice cracked. The both of those videos came out. They're really funny. Jason did a really amazing job editing them. Uh, Thanks. Gotta, I'm gotta... I'm very proud of the Schwam Kahoot and how that came out. I'm so happy with it. That's so <laughs> funny. Oh hey, and the secret Schwamta has 91 views uh, in 13 days. So that's pretty good. I think if we're talking about numbers real quick, it's gonna surpass the first one in a year actually yeah if we are on this track because the first one from last year has 158 views mm-hmm. which is pretty good and um i know that the schwam kahoot has been doing pretty well and our most popular video is the schwam jeopardy with 233 views so since we filmed the, the sequel that should be pretty good as well i have found that the in real life content tends to do the best on our channel i think so as well it's just really mm-hmm. tricky to um to do with everyone together you know yeah and you definitely don't want to miss these videos because all six of us were in person hanging out out all at once which is awesome so again go on our twitter which is at excellent pod and uh one of our recent tweets we tweeted out a link to the secret schwamta so you could watch that then you could also see all of the videos um the Kahoot and Secret Santa is out, but the Jeopardy will be coming out sometime in the next couple weeks, probably. Oh, yeah. So, cool. Um, other than that, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you guys in the next episode. <laughs>